You're listening to the Anything Goes podcast. My name is Morgan Richards. And my name is Anna Richards. We are the husband and wife duo in business together who plan on bringing you conversations and inspirations each and every episode. Our mission is not just to motivate and inspire you, it's to push boundaries and challenge the status quo. We aim to bring you humor, depth, differing of opinions and more. But one thing we can promise you is this is the podcast where anything goes. Welcome back. Hey. Here we are. Woohoo. Pumped. Excited for this one. To talk to you about this. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. You're excited. Yeah. I mean, even I... This, I can have input on this one. You absolutely can have input. Well, at least in one discipline. You have been... <laughs> ah, very true. Yeah. So you have been MVP, best on ground, Look, voted... I, I don't really want to p- talk about my support efforts in the triathlons. <laughs> it's, it's boring. Um, but you've been amazing and that's what we're talking about. So we are talking about, as you know from the title, the lessons I have learned so far... In triathlons. Mm. And we have learned in training, obviously, because you do most of the training with me. You do Everything f- except swimming. This is this is the main thing that stops me from actually doing a triathlon because I could not give a rat's ass about swimming. Uh, no, I don't think anybody can. Yeah. This is the thing. At the yeah, start, are biathlons the thing? You could start them. I think I saw one, but it, you know what it was? It was swim bike. <laughs> oh, that's easy. Oh, no, that's, that's still hard. I'm not, why can't we have bike run? Why don't you start it? No. The, why, why? Why would you? I, I would start it. Uh, why can't there be a different type of triathlon, right, that just doesn't have swimming? Maybe something else. Well, a biathlon, like you said. No, like a triathlon that doesn't have swimming. Oh, like. Yeah, tri just means three. Yeah, okay, rare. but what would the third thing be? <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, what could it be? You've got bike, run. Singing. Skipping. Sing. Skipping. Uh, yeah. Weightlifting. What are, what are the other track and field type stuff? Pole vault. There you go. I'd rather do pole vault <laughs> than, than swim. do swim. Why though? This is shit. It's scared. No, it's because you're scared. I'm not scared. You are scared. I just don't enjoy swimming. I can't be bothered putting the the training in yeah, to get exactly to go because I'm a I, I'm a I, I'm can swim. All I can hear I can is swim, excuses. I can swim to the point like <laughs> of like not drowning. Sort of. Yeah, babe, I'm fine. Trust me. Um, <laughs> but I'm not interested. In um, doing laps to learn freestyle, sure. to like get but proficient so then, swim stroke. So then you don't want to do triathlons. So. No, I do. This that. is the thing, though, right? So this, so let's let's begin here because lots of people have been so inspired, which I have been completely humbled by, and I've seen lots of people actually get so, in the pool. I love to see like. Love to talk about you. Let's talk about me. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you do, this is about triathlons and don't you know. don't want to do a triathlon. So. Yeah. Well, I want to do. 60 and then you don't want me to talk about your support, which has been phenomenal. 66%. I'm interested in 66% of a triathlon. Okay. But so you're not going to do one. So. Okay. Moving on. I have. <laughs> and I've done three. And I, that, but that's a powerful place to start, right? In the yeah. sense that I've seen lots of people get really inspired, which I'm so honoured by. Mm. And I wanted to bring the three main lessons that I've learned across the three tries that I've now done yeah. to the podcast, which can be applied in all areas yet again. Business, yeah. life, marriage, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Can you marriage. just kick our dog? I am. <laughs> I'm, like gently. I am. <laughs> Sorry, you can hear him snoring. He has the thing where he just can't, where he just... He's got to be in the same room as us. And you, of course, I if love you it. Hear, if, you, if you can hear that, 
It's, it's our dog. It's Zeus. And he was no no animals were kicked during the production of this podcast. I, n- I gently nudged him. <laughs> um, no, okay. So lesson number one for triathlon number one was is is the number one thing. So if you're thinking about doing this, and I've said this to Morgs a million times, that if it does become something that he wants to do, the number one lesson is you just need to book it mm. and then figure it out. Yeah. And that is... Make the commitment. Make the commitment, but like book it, put skin in the game. So you need skin in the game and then you figure it out. So when I applied for my first triathlon, I'd been thinking about it for about six months. I'd never really properly looked into it. I definitely hadn't gotten in the pool and trained. But then I got to a point where I was like, I really want to do this. So I looked it up and it was 33 days away. This is the very first one. And I was like, I think I can do that. I have some semblance of I have actually a lot of semblance of fitness I hadn't biked run or swum though well we'd started doing a fair bit of running before you took on a triathlon no that's we a lie we, COVID no we when hadn't did you do all. your first one February oh that's true yeah. March COVID oh, hit that's March true. sorry yeah. I am mistaken I will take it back immediately <laughs> that's right I didn't start running until my first triathlon which I've never done <laughs> <laughs> But I looked at it. I sought counsel. I said to Morgs, do you think I'm crazy? He said, no, go for it. Then I went to my beautiful girlfriend, Larissa Shaw, who's done Iron Man. She is an Iron Man. Iron and I said. Here's the thing. Like in this crazy world we live in, is it Iron Person? No, it's Iron Man. Yeah. And okay. she's proud of that. So she competed in an Iron Man. you know you're just going to get those people like, oh, excuse me, I listen to your podcast and you're referring to women as men. Okay, they're people. <laughs> We're going to do a whole podcast on this, I think. Like how many people we can offend in a day by being who we are. Yeah. No, but then I went to NAS, so I sought some counsel. Yeah. And I said, do you think I'm crazy? Because I didn't do an entire site. I did a sprint. Mm. But it was a shorter sprint, so 400 metres. Uh, and I hadn't swum in 20 years. And I sucked at swimming. That's why I haven't swum in 20 years. Do you know how And then a bike of 15 kilometres and a run of four. Yeah. So it's still a big distance. And it is. When you're out there... Let me tell you, mm. it looks, I make it look like it's fun. It's hard. Um, but I booked it. I didn't think, well, let me get in the pool and see or let me start running and it, decide. To be fair, you booked it with how long out? 33 days. Right. So that, that's, do you think that is enough time for the average person to get ready for a triathlon that has a baseline of fitness but has never competed before? I do. I, mm. Look, I do because... And this with, is with all the respect and rever- like I revere them on the on the course, but yeah. they're they're a, I mean they're, they're actually called Clydesdales on the course, so yeah. I don't know the signal. I don't know why they say that, but Clydesdales are a giant horse. horse. Yes. Yeah. So there's there's a category. Like my point is, there's big people out there, and that and they're phenomenal. And yeah. I'm like, well, hang on, if they can do this, I can definitely do this. And yeah. and that's I mean, there's a what's it called like a category called Clydesdale in a triathlon, which is for, I think, 99 kilos and above. So do I think someone of reasonable fitness that is, you know, can get up and walk and give it a hot crack? Obviously, if you have no baseline of swimming, no. I don't. uh, You you need to have some confidence in the water because it's always open water swims. Yeah. Are the ones I've been doing. Um, But I do. I absolutely do. But the point is I can guarantee you put my life on it if I had not have committed and f- then figured it out and I hadn't booked and put skin in the game and then figured it out, I wouldn't have done it because yep. I didn't feel ready. But you're never going to feel ready. And so just dis- like just booking and committing 
put skin in the game for me and then I was like, right, well, let's do this. Instead of going, okay, well, I've got 33 days to get ready. Let me see if I'm ready because you're never going to be ready in anything in life. Yeah. So you just got to take the plunge and dive in, make the commitment, get on with it. Exactly. And that's the same in business, right? Like yeah. I, like speak up, show up, step up. Well, I think it's just like about anything. It's like having a goal, right? Yeah. And if you don't set the goal, then I mean, that, that makes sense as the first step. But it's just to have a plan and the plan is set a date. Set a date and, and there has to be some form of commitment to that. So you have to enter it or if it's a... Um, you know, you want do, to get do, better at speaking. Can like, people just, do people have to enter a competition to do? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, to do, do what? Do you know what I mean? Can they just be like, right, I'm going to set myself a personal goal to swim 750 metres, jump straight on a bike, uh, ride 20 k's, uh, and then finish up the bike and then run four. Totally. But I think if you're going to do that, then you have to commit to that publicly. Yeah. There ha- that's what I'm saying. There has to be a scheme Like a declaration. The there has to be a declaration then. So yeah. if you're not going to commit to the, tr- like, a sporting venue or whatever it is, if, if we're thinking of tries, an yeah. event, then make it, you know, tell someone that's gonna, that calls you on your shit or, te- or publicly declare it and then say I'm putting this here for accountability, like I'm going to share my journey with you or whatever. Yeah. And that's the same thing in, like I said, business, speaking, starting something new, yeah. marriage, <laughs> commit to that. Yeah, you can't get that one a secret. Well, some people try. <laughs> commit to that, the second wives. Yeah. Uh, commit to that and then figure it out. Like you just have to figure it out. Yeah, okay. So that's number one, right, is just set a date. Pick an event. Or what you, Why don't you tell people what the actual categories of the events are? Because some people think that, you know, if you know nothing about triathlons, you might think that Olympic distances is it. Mm. There's no other. There's there's grades, right? There are grades. I'm working. What was up your to What was your first one? So I was lucky with Raby Bay. So I'm in Queensland. The series that I do is Queensland Tri Series. That's amazing. Amazing. Who would have thought? thought? <laughs> no, because there's lots of different ones. There's like pink cap ones and Hamilton Island. There's one up in, and yeah. I've missed it. So anyway, then there's usually typically an enticer category, which most first triathlete. Wannabes so or what like would a standard entire. What, what is I don't, it like? Enticer is like two hundred. No, I know it's two hundred meter swim, like a five k bike and a two k run. Okay, it's brilliant. Yeah, so super. And again, they might sound like super easy distances. Yeah, you put that all together, compadres. It's tough. It's yeah, still yeah. hard. So well, honor if you do an enticer. We ra- we rode twenty five k's one day and and did a four k run and five k run. Five k run. Yeah. Beg your pardon. Yeah, and I was cooked. And, you the, were done. and I swam 50. We were on, obviously, just got back from a little anniversary trip, stayed at a, a hotel and a resort. I swam 50 meters in the pool. <laughs> Sorry, mum. I was fucked. Right? <laughs> mum doesn't like it when I swear. So he but said I'm, to me, he's like, babe, he swam up to me. I'm like, I have my wine in the pool. And he's like, how far do you reckon that is? And I'm like, it's probably 30 meters. And he's like, all right, all right. I just swam 60. <laughs> he goes, oh, no, nah, it's a lie. I swam about 50. <laughs> <laughs> No, but and I, that's where I started. So, no, so enticer, so you've got enticer and then yeah. you've got sprint and they're the distances I've been doing. So 750 metres. Yeah. A swim. swim uh, f- 20 kilometre bike and a five kilometre or six kilometre run. So okay. there's sort of difference. And then there's Olympic, which is what I'm going for. I'm shooting for Olympic. Yeah. Which is, so 1.5 kilometre swim, 40 kilometre bike, 
10 kilometer run. Yeah. Okay. And that's that getting up there. Petrifies me. <laughs> yeah. It's getting up there. And then obviously half Iron half Man. Half Iron Man and then Iron Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But again, I've been saying to Morgan, I'm considering. Oh, and then Ultra, Ultraman is two back to back Ironmans. Which is just. Has David Goggins done yeah, that? He's done one, of course yeah. he has. Yeah, you haven't got to it in the book yet, which. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we will get there. All right. So that they're the distances. So if it's something. But again, like. I want to relate this not just to triathlons. Like if you are looking at wanting to get better at speaking or launch a business or, I don't know, show up more in your relationships, you have to figure out what you want that to be and look like. For me, the end goal, so well, it said a goal, the end goal was to complete the triathlon. Yeah. And then I committed to that and my skin in the game and commitment was that I applied. I didn't yeah, talk put, about it and think the, about you it. You put your money where your mouth is. I put you, my money you're going to pay for these sort of things. So it's the same as when, I mean, look, if you, if maybe you don't want to declare it on Facebook, right? So maybe you just, like you said, declare it to someone who's going to keep you accountable, like with your partner or, you know, like a, a mentor at work or whatever it is, someone who you respect, you know, is going to be like, how's the training going? You're doing what you need to. When's the race? Someone who will probably come along and support you on the day as well. Big time. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that was first step. Yeah. Book the shit. Book the shit. Yeah. Commit and then show up. What's the second thing? The second triathlon taught me that I can do hard things. Yeah. And you can do hard things. And that obviously is a quote from Glennon Doyle in her book Untamed, which I'm touting as the book of the decade. I know it's early, but I am. But and it really shocked me because... I got in the water and you knew how genuinely terrified I was for the second one. Mm. Uh, And I realized why I was terrified. So I can give you some tips here. So in my training, I was in a pool, which I always do. I don't, I don't fuck with deep. I don't, I don't, I don't go in the ocean and do swims. I just make sure I get my cadence and my rhythm and my um, fitness up essentially in the pool. Uh, But I will start doing some open water swims because in a pool, it is perfect yeah. <laughs> conditions. Except Unless there's a big boy in the second lane, which happens often and kind of creates a bit of a wave. Own wake. He creates a wave for me. Um, but it is perfect conditions. Mm. And if you get really puffed, which I can often, yeah. you you know, you you don't want to because you want to train yourself to not, but yeah. you, you stop and you stand up in a yeah. pool. You can. So I identified after the fact about why I was so terrified for the second one was I had been swimming 800 metres in the pool. I should have, first of all, done more. So I had been swimming a little bit further than the distance of the day, but it was still not to me enough in my head. And I I remember in the ocean, it was windy that day and it was choppy and it was currenty and choppy out there. Yeah. Um, And... Yeah, I was like, oh my god, I've I haven't I've only done that this distance in a pool, yeah, in an ocean like open water. It's that's it's you know the double, element, you're double dealing the with, you're distance. Dealing with the elements. Oh, and it was hard. Yeah, and I got in that water, and I was so calm. I was so terrified. But first of all, if you are so nervous, you you burn too much of your energy because all of your nerves that is you're burning Adrenaline, energy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you try and stay as calm as possible, which I did. You were making me laugh, and then. It's, it's you and you on that course, which is what I love. It's mm. just so you and you. And I, you watch. And the other competitors. No, but I don't <laughs> compete against them. But I like was so calm. And I, I mean, I watched the footage back and I almost walked into the water. The girl sprinted because yeah. I was terrified. I was like, I cannot go out too hard because I will drown. And if I'm in the ocean, there's heaps of lifeguards, but still it's like, I don't want to get pulled out. I want to compete with this. Anyway. 
literally four strokes in, it was just like, boom, you can do hard things. Yeah. And it was just this arm over arm after arm. It was just this mantra of I can do hard things. Yeah. I can do hard things. And I'm in the water about at that point 400 metres out, straight out in waves and not waves, it was a choppy water. Mm. Pitch black, like you cannot see in your like it's it's deep and it's dark. And yeah. I was like, I can fucking do hard things. Like I was just and 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 that stayed with me the rest of the race. Yeah. And then yeah, crushed the bike. Felt great in the run, but it was just that mantra over and over and over again. And then it yeah. was really that mantra that made me want to do the third, because I was like, come on, Anna, you can do hard things. So yeah. That was my lesson in number well, two. Well, just on the, the you can do hard things as well. It's like one thing that you and I have never done, um, with, with at least with running, with weights is different, right? But we don't train with music. No. No music as well because, I mean, one thing I've learned is like when, when you're challenged, right, mm-hmm. say like um, – Whenever it is, right? Whenever you're in a moment, right? There's you're not always going to have music there to amp you up and mm-hmm. pep you up and get you through it, right? So you've got to find something that's going to get you through that that comes from within. It can't come from something external like yep. a banging playlist or yep. you know. Um, so having said that, right? That this is what leads me probably into the lesson number three, mm-hmm. right? I want people to get that though, like. Because people are shocked when not many people know that, but we actually don't. We've never run and we don't train with yeah. music, and it, I never wanted to uh, because I like. To me, it's the mentality yeah. of being in your head with your thoughts, and you've got to control it. And just just to give people an example, right? Like a, an, an idea. So, before COVID, um, I had always told myself that I was a terrible runner. Mm-hmm. Um, I was. I was born with an intern foot, like a club foot. So I had to have surgery and stuff like that. And I had high ex- – I remember my first cross-country race as a kid, I had really high expectations on myself because my brother had done really well. He got in like third in his age and I was like being young and not really understanding things like that. You're like, oh, well, I'm going to be naturally a walk-up start here, right? <laughs> I'm top three easily, right? And because I was like I, – I think I came like third last or something, yeah. right? So from that point on, I was always like, oh, you're just running and you um, are well, just... Well, you had some issues, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. You I was, had hand-eye. Well, that's got nothing to do with fucking running, Is though. it, doesn't no, it, though? It's got to do with running. But, but, like, I did. I was born with, like... Uh, yeah, your like club, club foot. foot. So, like, you know, I had to have... Anyway, so for the longest time, I'd always told myself that I was just a terrible runner. And every time I tried to run, um, I would get to like a kilometre and be absolutely gassed, even when we first started running. Oh, yeah. And even so, so the whole time through COVID, I would just do a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more until I think the furthest we've run is 15 kilometres yeah. nonstop, right? Yeah. Which is massive from someone who couldn't – thought they couldn't run anything. And we did that in about seven weeks. Yeah, we did that pretty quickly but with no music, no – no nothing external to amp, amp you up and get you through and all it was is just – internal dialogue mm-hmm. of just like one foot in front of the other, just keep going motivation from within. So which obviously then I know what number three is going to be for this podcast. Yeah. I also just want to um, say to that as well, that if you are considering triathlon, so you're listening to this because it's like, Oh, I want the tips. Well, even you doing don't something- get to have, well, hang on on in triathlons, any triathlon, yeah. you don't get music on the track. And yeah. I think this is where it's a safety thing though. It's a safety thing. So on the bike and in the run and things. The roads are closed. But you've got other people on bikes. You don't, and, and this is what I love. I know in Ironman, so, you, I mean, that's the, the the fittest in the world to me. Like, I, you mm. know, crazy. They don't get music either. So yeah. I like that kind of 
that challenge. But so if you're, and I think that's why I'm good in the run, right? But it's because I don't train with music, and I dare say, a lot because I hear a lot of complaints out, like when we're racking the bike, and I wish I could have my headphones, and I'm yeah. like, well, I don't train with music. No. So when I'm when the chips are down on the field. If you prepare for whatever it is, so if it's a stage, like this is the thing, I keep relating it to other things, but it's like, well, if it's a stage or if it's the, um, what else, starting a business or if it's whatever, train like you will. You've seen me how I rehearse if I have a big keynote. I will be in my pyjamas but in my high heels walking the floor practicing that speech in those shoes to feel the power of it. So yeah, yeah. I think as well, like just so you know, with triathlons, you can't have music. So train without I, I don't it. think it just it, it even relates to triathlons no, as well. But tri- oh, I think, no, you can because people had it in the 10K no, no, I'm just run. saying, like if you're going to do something challenging, right? Oh, yeah. You can't rely on motivation. Like, totally. You can't rely totally. on that drive and that motivation to come from something external because it may not always be there. And when you're struggling, well, you in life. whatever it is, yeah. right? maybe that if you rely on a person for external motivation all the time and you need that person and they're not available for whatever reason, like you're, you, you're, you know what I mean? You, you're, you're now in a predicament where you can't perform at your peak or your best mm-hmm. because you're relying on someone else to provide or something else to provide the motivation for you to, to achieve it or to, um, Perform at, at your best totally. level. Totally, you need that banger to hit those. B- yeah, put, yeah, oh, totally. yeah, to get the second wind Come and all on that sort a, of yeah, stuff. Nah. Yeah. yeah, it's you yourself and I. But I just wanted to say, like, sorry, yeah. if you want to try, you can't have it on the day. So yeah. it's smart to train yeah. that. So it's just my you gotta, little thing. You got to toughen up and do it without it. Yeah. Okay, so the third piece of advice, yeah. you can enter this. Yeah, so this kind of inspired the the us doing this podcast as well because uh, Anna shared it on her Instagram and got a lot of positive feedback and some people have tag, tagged us. her and I yeah. in this as like, as like it's uh, something that we've coined and, we've fr- and it, it, we haven't as no. well. So, um, but this whole thing about... Most people with anything... Tell the story. That was really I will, cute. I will tell you what it is. No, no, no. But like I was sitting on the grass. So we're sitting on the grass and okay. I was... So the nerves so, had kicked in. I'll go back a little bit further than that. So there's a guy um, on in, that I found through Joe Rogan's podcast. His name's David Goggins. Okay. And some of you may know him. Some of you may not. Uh, he's written a book called Can't Hurt Me. So David, he's a former Marine. Um, he was actually he a, a Navy SEAL. Badass. Yeah. And he just... When it comes to achieving great feats and <laughs> accomplishing extreme physical um, challenges, this guy goes completely above and beyond anything you think a human being is capable of. He's extreme, like he's uh, very extreme, yeah, and uh, he's not, and he's probably not everybody's cup of tea no. of, as far as. Um, the way he talks and the way he motivates and things like that as I well, right? <laughs> He's very like. If you get easily offended, don't read his book. Yeah, oh yeah, there's some stuff in there. Oh no, you probably should. You I probably think should. If you, you get should. offended, you should probably read the book. Yeah. I just he just calls a spade a spade. Yeah. He was like, if you're fat, you're fat. Like, yeah. deal don't, with it, fix it, get better. Don't Brah. lie to yourself so you can feel good about it for yeah. five minutes and then not change. He was like, he's savage. But, and this is, he was actually someone who was severely overweight, had to lose over a hundred, had to lose over a hundred pounds in three months in order to qualify to become a Navy SEAL because you have to be a certain weight. Because he's at rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, All right, so it, this guy. So his whole thing is, and the premise of the book is that most people only operate at forty percent, whether it's their job, their relationships, their business, their, and their physical activity. 
Um, even so when you, th- but this is the thing. It was like, even, even when, when you, you think, think you're at you're, max yeah. capacity, you are literally probably only at 40% of what your true potential is. And so this is a guy who has been severely overweight. And I think last week he just did the Moab 240, which is a 240 mile foot race, <laughs> right? Crazy. Which breaking that miles two kilometers is like 393 kilometers. He did it in 66 hours, 66 hours, 63 hours, uh, came in second. Well. Just and he's a, he's a man, man. Like you, yeah. I look he had at the him, Guinness World Record for the most pull ups. Yeah, crazy. Um, which took him three attempts to get. He got um, Milo. Is it Milo? Rhabdomyolysis or something like that. It's basically a, a disease when you overuse your muscles, they begin to excrete a toxin and it gets into your kidneys and it can kill you. Yeah, crazy. So all this sort of stuff, right? He's an extremist. But that was the whole thing. And I said to Anna, I was like, um, so we're sitting on the grass, sitting on the grass. And, My nerves kicked in. Yeah, and I was like. Because it was getting warm, it was. This is on the one just gone. It was yeah. getting windy as well. Like it must have been forty kilometer an hour winds. So, so the day, yeah. This was a tough one, right? So yeah. I'd done two before, and I. But they were per- almost perfect conditions. Perfect conditions. The, the <laughs> ocean was choppy, but it was good because I was in the water by seven a.m. I yeah. the bell went at seven a.m. So yeah. you know that you're like, okay, well I've got the morning chop. It's not getting worse. This particular, so this is my third one. I'm back where it was, I did my very first one. And yeah. on my first try, I didn't even talk about this, but I literally felt like I almost drowned. I had a bit of a panic attack in the water. It was the biggest struggle I've, you know, ever come up against. I, like I honestly thought I was going to get pulled from the water. I struggled, but I got through it, got out yeah. of water. So that's going through my head. I was like, okay, I've got to conquer this, like this again, open water swim it, you have to start in the water, which I hate so because I'm not start, a good yeah. tread water. Like I, I don't tread water very well. So this is all running through my head. It's getting later. We're going to be the last on the tr- uh, on the on, track. And you usually go earlier, which means it's the it's a bit cooler as well, and it's especially cooler. this time of year because we're Ugh. we're heading into summer. So I think on the day it was sort of it's kind of getting the first warmer days of the year at the moment. It was 29, but in yeah. Queensland Gold Coast, that's like with 80, 90 percent humidity, it's hot. It's warm. Yeah. So it's hot. It was the latest windy. I'd ever started and it was super windy. And yeah. it was, everyone was like, oh, shit, it's so windy. I could see she was starting to stress out and, and you were worried. And I just said, look, she hadn't started to read the book yet, right? And I'd not long finished the full thing, the full book. And I said, you know, you know I've been reading that book by David Goggins. And I said, his whole thing about everything he accomplished as well is just that everybody, everybody just – most people only achieve 40% of what they're capable of. So just know that when you're out there today and if you're struggling and you think you can't go any further, you've only, you've only hit 40%. Mm-hmm. You've got this whole other area beyond it that you can – if you can just push through and hit your second wind, you're going you're gonna to smash it. Mm-hmm. And um, you tell the rest of the story anyway. Yeah, so Morgzy tells me that on the, on the lawn we're sitting on our towels and I was like oh. – I'm a great coach. Oh. I mean, I'm a great coach. <laughs> you are. You're the best. <laughs> and I was like – Shit. Yeah. That's that's I think what I needed today. Mm. It wasn't that I can do hard things, I knew I could do hard things. So you're only at forty percent. It wasn't about commitment. I knew that I was committed, but I was scared as shit. And yeah, and it was and literally as the current oh, then as we're getting in the water as well, <laughs> 
there was a police boat that rocked up at the end and we were all kind of like, what's going on? There was a bit of a kerfuffle like and I'm blessed that I didn't know this obviously getting in. I still hand on my heart on everybody's life. I would have gotten in that water because when you're that close to doing a try and you've put in the effort, you just do it. Yeah, they got controls but in place. For there were sharks. Yeah, there was know, a shark incident. Well, there so, was a, a, it would have been a sighting close by somewhere. Yeah, in the canals, yeah. which so bull sharks are not a great white in or anything. Well, you don't know. I don't know. Who you knows? You're assuming. Yeah, I know. You're in a harbour that was close to the ocean, so it could have been... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there was a bit of a kerfuffle at the start. Anyway, so we get in and literally I hate that swim. I, ha- I do- For me, I'd, I'm going to change my story, but for right now I hate that swim. And honestly, I had, I'd put in more training. I'd done so much more like distances and I was struggling mm. and I was like... No, Anna, come the fuck on. You're at 40%. And it it just became this like I cannot – it overcame my body. And it's true. Your mind controls your body. Yeah. And your body will always want to give up on you before your mind does. So I was like you're at 40%, you're at 40%. And I did. I literally – because I know with freestyle it actually – you're better off doing freestyle even when you're gassed because you just go quicker and further. Yeah. And it was like I got out the water – Got a new PB, another new PB, yep. and then off I went. And the bike has been tough for me, hey. Like it's, yeah. I don't know, I, I hadn't got my gears and all the rest of it. Anyway, I'm in the bike. It was full on headwinds, like hard, hard hill, hard. It's a, It was tough. And just over and over and over again, it's like you are at 40% go. And where this is powerful for me is... On the bike, so when you're doing a try, you do have to pace yourself. You you've yeah. really got to pace yourself. But I don't. I knew you know. We all know you know in your heart of hearts when you absolutely have more to give, but you're just not sure because you didn't try. Yeah. And that advice for me going into that particular try, I know on the bike I've been scared to push it even harder because I thought, well, fuck, I don't know if I can get off. I know I can, but it's like. Am I going to cramp up in the last couple of kilometres and get off and be too wobbly and be slow on the run? So, yeah, I was like, well, no, because you're at 40%. Move. Like, yeah. go. You've got this. Yeah. And I am always overtaken on the bike. Always. Mugsy knows this. And I was overtaking. Only yeah. overtaking. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, from your splits though as well, coming out of the swim and, and finishing the – um, the bike, where were you situated in, in the race? So I was fourth yeah. in the swim and then fourth in the – so there was 12 girls in, in my age. 30 to 34. Yeah. And I was fourth in the swim, which actually was shocking to me. I was like, wow, like yeah. amazing. St- stoked with fourth. I was like phenomenal. And then the, – and you don't know this, by the way, on the, you, you've got yeah, no you idea. You're just out there. Like, we're, we're just giving them – I'm giving them extra information to – Obviously, let them know, obviously, how the story progresses. Yeah. And then – yeah, yeah, okay. And then I was fourth coming out of the bike. So we obviously stayed super consistent. Yeah. And then in my transition, had a strong transition. And then I remember coming out and Muggs was like, come on, you're at 40%, go. Yeah. And I fucking took off. Yeah. Like I was gassed but I was like, well, I'm at 40%. Like I've got this. Like I, I can move. You can push through this. I can push through. Even though I didn't want to, even though it felt really hard, even though I honestly thought, and like in my mind, it's like I'm at forty percent. No, you're not. Anna. Yeah. You're literally that. Running, it's hot. It's getting hotter hot. now. It was super Windy. hot. Um, and then, and the the vibe was de- was quite low because we were the last competitors. So more, half the 
Everyone left. Everyone had left. <laughs> you, when I'm in that, okay, so when you do a try, if, you, if your start time's at six, you're done by like, what well, depends, but like I can be done by 7.30 at the latest. Yeah. So this is, this is at 10 a.m. at this point or no, it's probably at 10 to 10 going yeah. into my run. Um, yeah, anyway, and I said to Morgs, I got to, I cannot, if you could bottle the feeling that I had, I just, honestly, so I get onto my third kilometre, so I had a kilometre to go. And I was like, I'm just going to walk. I am so done. It is so hot and I don't care. Like I've given it my all. I'm done. And that kicked in. It was like, first of all, I was like, this is the exact reason why you chose to do triathlons Mm. because it is such a push out of my comfort zone. And I was like turned on by that I was like this is it this is the moment of growth that you look for dig and you're at 40 percent and Morgzy knows that was like that moment almost probably I'd say like 50 meters after I didn't know this but you kind of like I started to look on the course and I'm like all right who were the girls that I think would be my age like where would I be coming yeah and I spotted a pack of girls definitely that would have been my category and I just took off like it, yeah. it was the girl for sure that I pipped from fourth to third yeah um she was struggling didn't have a music she didn't yeah she was struggling <laughs> and I was I'm at 40 percent and she tried to pace me for a little while but I was just like go and I you've got this and yeah, yeah came through strong at the finish and then yeah. so you, you didn't got third. got third and obviously we'd left didn't realize you got third yeah. I've got a call I had to come back <laughs> So did you, did, has Very I, didn't, even, didn't even think to check where you placed and there you go. So obviously that's the thing, right? It's like, is that n- knowing and understanding that you have this whole other area of potential that goes beyond what you probably live your day to day life in, mm-hmm. not you, but I'm just saying yeah, everyone. great the audience, great audience as well is that when you understand that, that, um, pain and, and suffering and things like that is only temporary and you can push through it and push beyond it. Talking physically is just purely in the physical yeah. as well. I think mentally um, too though. Yeah, totally. It's the same similar sort mm. of it's – the, it's the lesson, right, yeah. as well, is that once you start to understand that there's a whole other area beyond what you probably think you're capable of, uh, if you if you if you push through that and into that, you can accomplish great things. And th- th- this is what I use to propel me from running a kilometre or not even about to run a kilometre no. – all the way up to being able to run 15. Yeah. Strong um, too. Strong too. You finish not, way stronger than me. Yeah, not, yeah, I finish stronger than you. It's not a, I'm, not, I'm not sitting world records, right? I'm keeping a constant steady pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, being able to go way beyond what I ever thought I was capable of. Yeah. We are very much not naturally gifted. Athletes. <laughs> At all. <laughs> At all. This is the thing. If we, I can, if I can run fifteen kilometers, and the average person listening to this can run a marathon, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could, I believe I can run a marathon if I uh, put the training in as well. Yeah, I've committed to half a marathon. I don't know, but there's no marathons coming up in Gold Coast. I don't know. Got let off the hook there. I could probably still make a goal to run the twenty-one kilometers. Yeah, hundred. We did ten the other day. Yeah, we, it's getting hotter though, right? Yeah, but they're, but they're excuses. They're all excuses. We Look, can get up earlier. Totally. I'm just yeah vocalizing them. But this is the thing I think. Yeah. So the lessons are: commit, then figure it out. You can do hard things, things and you're only ever at forty. And you're only ever at forty percent of your capabilities. Yeah. yeah. And if you could apply just those three lessons to whatever goals that you're currently wanting to achieve, 
even if it's speaking up more, yeah, you can honestly change your life. Yeah. Because triathlons are doing that for me. I'm loving – they're not changing my life, but I'm just loving the growth and the discipline and the new level that I have to operate at to have them a part of my life. Yeah. So, guys, those are the three lessons uh, that Anna wanted to share with you about her triathlons with my special comments and input. Um, hope you enjoyed it Uh, we'll be back with another podcast soon Uh, it's AFL Grand Final this weekend go the cats yeah cats (laughs) (laughs) thanks so much for listening and as always we both hope you got something out of it that you can use to challenge your own status quo and if you liked what you heard it would mean so much to us if you shared this episode on your socials to help us get our podcast out in the world don't forget to tag us as well so we can thank you personally And if you're loving the conversations, leaving a review on iTunes, simply by going to the podcast, scrolling down and clicking leave review will help even more people find us too. And we would be so grateful. And until the next episode, we will always be cheering on your success.